Welcome to Conversations on the Move by the NUS PSS podcast team. I am Beverly and I'm Joey and let's get rolling. Joey, you know for initiation, right? PSS mm-hmm. initiation. I'm thinking of catering from like one of those good restaurants, the Chinese restaurants. What do you think? That's so freaking expensive, Bev. We don't have the budget for that. Like, we can just tap off from Crave and eat. But you're welcoming people inside. You must, you know, first impression counts. Must give them good food. What? But there's all students like us. We don't need to spend so much money on them. Okay, okay. We'll discuss this later. It'll be a podcast started earlier. Okay. Hi everyone, so on today's episode, we will be discussing on social skills. So what you heard just now was a minor conflict between Joey and I on what to decide for our PSS initiation. But more importantly, let's go into today's topic. Today we'll be discussing on social skills, which is how well we engage with people around us, Mm. how we become part of the community. Also, how do we take social cues from those around us? And as we saw in the previous episode, EQ, social skills are very important, be it in the workforce or in school, when we have team projects, when we need to interact with people all around us. It is important that we know how to manage our emotions and that of others, and we know how to react to other people's um, cues and emotions as well. Mm. So today, right, the first very question that we have is, do you think it is important to have adapt social skills in, a, in dealing with relationships? What possibly affects individuals' different levels of social skills? Mm. Hmm. I think, as I mentioned just now, definitely social skills are important. Mm. Like, uh, we don't work alone, sadly. I mean, yes. <laughs> I, so many good the, projects in university. <laughs> yes. Have to always manage whether you can meet up. Everyone's schedule is always a mess. And whether you want to thank your own, your whole team. Yes. And then there's... Oh, I mean, there often is one person not doing any work. How do you deal with that? Mm. So I think that all boils down to how well you manage your social relationships. Mm. But how does it... Um, what does it depend on? What do you think? Like, how well you can manage your relationships? Is it something that is... Um, born with or it is something that you can grow why do some people seem to be better at it i think last week we kind of um talked about this right whether social uh, whether eq is in it mm. and yes there are some people who are like more natural at it right like they seem to be more sociable born with it. Yeah. yeah but then it's not always the case where oh you're not born with being a very sociable being means mm. you cannot change or anything you can learn to be more sociable and it's not wrong to be like introverted or anything yes right and definitely introverted extroverted has um nothing i think personally i think doesn't really affect your social skills Mm. in a sense that an introverted individual will also know how to um read social cues respond responsibly and so i think um what affects probably is a person's exposure, experience. Mm. If a person often spends time alone, then of course it will be probably harder for this person to react and respond to other people. Mm. And I think as we say, right, EQ and social skills are very, very interlinked. So it's like being having good social skills in a sense means you're you have high EQ in some sense as well because mm-hmm. you're being more empathic to others. Mm. So they see you as more sociable because they 
you're more empathic to them, so they like you more. That's right. Mm. And actually, I feel those people who um, are super out there sometimes, mm. they don't necessarily are a- um, will be able to establish kind of a deep relationship. Deep connections with others. Yeah. So I think it's also boils down to the genuineness of a person mm. that will affect how well uh, socially, how adept their social skills are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, let me see. I think uh, maybe culture as well. Like different cultures has different type of, so, uh, like yes. different types of persona- personalities, right? Mm. So maybe like example in Singapore, um, we don't really talk about you know, our emotions much to our parents. True, right? true. We, we talk more about, um, we talk more emotions to our friends rather than our parents. I understand what you mean. Um, that with certain people, we, we react differently and therefore different types of exposure will allow our social skills to like expand in that certain way mm. or so. Like, I feel maybe some people are not as used to speaking to a large crowd, then maybe their mm. social skills in that aspect will not be as good. Whereas some people are very used to spending a, with a certain group of people, then their social skills will be extremely good with conversing with those type of uh, like-minded people, etc. Yeah. Like, how <laughs> do we improve, right? Because yeah. definitely we want to better it. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so for us, we kind of came up with four key areas based mm-hmm. on the literature available, right? So the first one that we have is like self-management, which is being able to manage your stress levels, your emotions, and having the initiative to ask for help. So I think, to me, again, maybe you've heard this this a lot of times from me, but whenever, like, you know, during high levels of stress, I would just take a break and take a hot shower and not talk to anyone. If not, I'll accidentally lash out at them or something. Mm. I think in our series, uh, episodes previously, we always talk about knowing your own emotions. Mm, being able to recognise yourself, your own emotions. Like, oh, for me, when I drink coffee and... When I'm stressed and I drink coffee, mm. I get jittery. Yeah, that's right. I think um, managing our own emotions is not necessarily easy mm. because usually when you are feeling something, you are so into it, you're not going to, okay, I need to stop feeling this. Yes. So I it is really practice agree. definitely and it is important to take a step back from that specific situation that is fueling those emotions. Mm. Yeah. And like, um, as Joey said, find certain ways to release those emotions, be it stress, sadness. You can listen to music or watch sad movies if you want to <laughs> cry it out. Or that's what you do, right, Joey? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess the last point about having the initiative, to, the initiative to ask for help is a bit hard at times, mm. you know. Like sometimes when you're angry, you just want to stay angry. and um, Or like maybe when you're sad and you want emotional support, but then it's like, I don't know, maybe sometimes I feel kind of embarrassed to kind of ask my friend like, oh, I'm kind of feeling stressed about this thing. I'm kind of sad about this thing. All those like really small matter. So I, I agree. I, I can totally understand those who find it hard to find someone to talk about it. Mm. I think beyond being us, beyond self-management that will aid with our social skills, we first need to be self-aware. And that is to know what you are feeling. So a lot of times, we are not even in tune with how we are feeling. We go through the day, or I know friends who are in very stressful situations, Mm. but they don't realise they are stressed. Mm. Until maybe I ask them, are you stressed? Or you're doing this thing in a certain way. Does this mean that you're stressed? 
Yeah. So I think we need to know ourselves well. Mm. Um, how we respond to uh, situations um, when we are cert- like when we are stressful is do we do things a bit differently? Do we lose our temper easily? Mm. And that will allow us to be aware of ourselves. Yeah, and then the next one is being socially aware, which is like in uh, which is basically just practice being able to practice active listening skills, being present in the moment of social interactions, and paying attention to others' non-verbal social cues, like basically just body language, right? Mm. Mm. Actually, personally, I feel uh, that sometimes I tend to be in my own world. So I like to tune the rest of the world out. Mm. But that has a negative impact of me being unaware of my surroundings. Mm. Um, For example, there's certain things that need to be done at home. Mm. But because I'm so caught up with the things I need to do or whatever I'm thinking of, I forgot that, oh, there's certain chores that need to be done. (laughs) I think this all plays into relationship building because your parents will be like, what happened? you done this and all that so mm. that's how I see social awareness also coming into play mm. and beyond that um, what do you understand of active listening skills and how do you think it will help with being socially aware I think usually when we listen to someone's problems right our first reaction is to give them a solution yes. but then that's not always the point sometimes they're saying something but they don't actually mean it we have to like read between the uh, listen between the lines mm. and then understand where they're truly coming from. Mm. Yeah, so it's more of like trying to understand their situation and how are they feeling rather than trying to give them a solution because it's not always the case that they Mm. want a solution. Sometimes you just need to rent it out or just talk about it. Mm. And I think what we have covered before in our PSS training is that active listening skills is a lot about using the heart Mm. to listen with a sense of empathy towards the person. And one thing I remember we learned that was very beneficial personally is to listen to the needs of the person. So people may uh, convey certain story, long story to you, Mm. but we need to listen out to what exactly they want and to improve about it. What exactly do they need our help with? Mm. Then I think it would help us to, to build that relationship better and support that person better as well. Yeah, I remember the video about how these two people were arguing over orange, right? I think so, yeah. the girl wanted to bake a cake, so she needed orange. And then the guy was hungry, that's why he wanted the orange. Mm-hmm. But in the end, they needed different parts of the orange. Like, she only wanted the skin, yeah. the zest of the orange. And then he just wanted to eat the orange, the internal fruit. Mm-hmm. So, actually, they could have just shared the orange True. if they found out what they actually needed. It which brings me to the... Side notes of communication. I think we cannot um, talk about relationship building and being socially aware without uh, addressing communication. Mm. Um, How would this come in? Let me think. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Being socially aware, I would suppose, is also to play a part in communicating our ideas um, accurately yes effectively yeah and being open about how we feel so mm. and vice versa we listen to when people are communicating we are, mm. are patient and we are understanding to what they are um, conveying mm. and sometimes we have to give the context of our idea because sometimes we just say our idea without mm. giving any context and not everyone will understand where we're coming from mm. Mm. and on top of that i think also Non-verbal cues are important. So, um, sometimes they might be saying something, but maybe 
um, they feel hard to say the entire truth. Mm. So, but you can look from their body, uh, body, body language. language. Yes, <laughs> they they actually don't really want something, or they like, want don't to really leave. want to share something. <laughs> yeah, with something so personal in such a big group. So maybe you can be like, oh, it's okay, you don't have to share. Then we move on to the next person and stuff like that. Mm. Mm. And with that, I think maybe we can touch on a bit of personal stories of how we managed any difficulties in our relationships. Mm. 